You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 205, and I'm taking you through quite literally the longest week of my life, auditioning, working a nine to five, performing, learning new music, demoing all the above. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Barra. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced by me, Maggie Barra, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow me for more on social media at Actor Aesthetic or my personal account at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. When I say that this has been, or at least has felt like one of the longest weeks of my life, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I'm a dramatic person, I know, but I'm not just saying this just to say it. Like, I think people outside of our industry don't really understand all that it takes to not just pursue a career in the theater industry. And I'm talking specifically about the theater industry because film and TV commercial is a little bit different than what we do here in theater, but they don't quite understand what it takes to not only pursue the career, but to sustain it and to continue to grow within it. Those are like two entirely different concepts that I just don't think people can wrap their minds around. And if you're listening to this, maybe you're younger, maybe you're just starting out, maybe you want to pursue this as a career. I am telling you now that it is so much harder to sustain the career than to just break into it. Because all you need is one yes to break into this career. But it's how you build your endurance, build your foundation that allows you to live a life where you can enjoy yourself outside of your career and also enjoy yourself within your career and and have a good time doing it for a long time. So when I talk about building a foundation, what I mean is putting energy into the different pillars of your life that are going to hold you up while you are not working, while you are not performing, or, and, or, while you are performing, but the job that you are performing in does not pay you enough to get by. It doesn't pay you enough to pay your rent or pay your mortgage or pay for your transportation or your food, your essentials. Because there are shows out there that you're going to want to be a part of, you may or may not want to be a part of, that aren't going to be super high paying. And that doesn't matter if you're equity, if you're a member of the union or you're not. There are plenty of showcases, equity showcases, readings in the city or workshops of new shows that don't pay a whole lot of money. But you want to be a part of them or you may want to be a part of them because you never know where that can take you. Maybe you'll meet the right person that will help you find your next job, or maybe that particular show will get picked up, and who knows, it could make it to Broadway. I mean, anything can happen when you take part in these smaller, lower-paying gigs that 
could potentially lead somewhere. It is a privilege in itself to be able to take on these lower paying jobs because you either A, have help financially, which is wonderful, or B, can sustain yourself outside of that job financially through other things, through side jobs, through side hustles, through nine to five jobs, if you can do it. And I try to talk about my job as much as humanly possible on this podcast because I want to be transparent about this life. I just spoke to someone the other day about this, about how, you know, it might look easy. It, it could, it's probably looks easy from the outside looking in when you see someone on social media posting about how they went to this audition or that audition or they're doing this show or that show. You might even look at mine and say, wow, how is it that she is keeping afloat? Well, the real real is that I am working a nine to five job when I'm not auditioning and when I'm not performing. And that job is in marketing. And that job just so happens to be primarily in person in Hoboken, which is where I live. However, if I have to leave the office for an audition or a rehearsal or something, I figure out a way to get the work done that I need to get done. And then I continue on with my day. Um, I try to make it into the office as much as humanly possible so that I can show face. Um, It's also a lot more productive for me when I'm in the office. That's just the way that I work. I feel more focused and I'm also learning about things that are happening in our market, specifically for our team. It's a real estate group in real time. It's helpful for me to be in person so that I can bounce ideas off of my coworkers in real time, stay up to date with the market. And because a lot of my job is social media heavy, capturing content while it happens in person. If you happen to see me at an audition in New York City, chances are I have scooted my way out of my job for an hour or so to be able to get there get to that audition, do what I need to do, maybe get a practice room for about 15, 20, 30 minutes beforehand, do my stuff, and then get the hell out of Dodge. And then I go back to my job. It is extremely hard on your physical and mental well-being, running back and forth from one thing to the next to the next, and also prepping every day for the next day. Which is why I want to talk about my week in particular, because I think it's going to be helpful for you, especially if this is what you want to do to hear from someone who is working and auditioning professionally and has been doing it now for quite some time. There are certain things that get easier over time. Sometimes auditioning feels a little bit easier Maybe because you're able to build up your confidence and doing things repetitively makes it all feel a little bit less scary, less unknown. However, it's still really, really hard. This past Monday, I was invited to the Professional Performing Arts High School to work with the students there that were taking a class in songwriting with a friend of mine who just so happened to write the musical that I was in last year off-Broadway called Power Line Road. The class was absolutely insane, amazing, incredible, so cool, and very nostalgic for me because it reminded me of when I was their age. You know, these are these were 
high school juniors and they were either theater majors in school or musical theater majors and they happened to take this songwriting class. They had a couple of different assignments that they had to do throughout their time in this class and they had to write full length songs for this project. Um, And the coolest thing about it was their full length song got to be performed by one of the professional performers invited to sing the songs. Um, I was joined by my friends Maria Wearies, uh, Chris Carrasco, and Trey McCoy, all of them working actors, all of them went to college for musical theater. And I'm telling you, this was, God, this is such a highlight, a highlight for me because getting to sing music written by young adults in the theater industry and then getting to see them hear their music out loud for the first time ever. I mean, it was, oh my God, it was, it was really, really cool. But the hard thing about it all was that each of us got to sing four songs. Hard, exciting, but hard. Excited and scared. Learning four songs in like two days, less than two days, is very, very hard. It's really challenging. Um, And the reason why I'm telling you this all is because when you are in the thick of it, in the thick of audition season, in the thick of working your other job, Opportunities come up when your plate is full, when you feel like you don't have any more capacity to learn more music or read another piece of dialogue. I mean, I had a call back on Sunday for a brand new play with a lot of material to learn. I had this class on Monday that I had to learn the four songs for, and then perform them for the entire class and their friends, and then also their parents later that night with a band and a microphone. It was a real thing. Then Tuesday, I had a callback for a new musical, had to learn new music for that, as well as sides and a very challenging accent that I've been working on for a while. And then Wednesday, of course, full day of work. Thursday, I had work. I also went into the city for two auditions and another callback. In between those auditions, I had a self-tape that was due Thursday. So somewhere between Monday and Thursday, when I was running around like a crazy person, I also recorded that material and put that on tape. Shout out to my boyfriend for reading opposite me and always slaying the game. And then Friday, I had a really, really cool callback in between running back and forth from my job where I had to, once again, learn new music. Some of it I already knew because I've been called in for this role a couple times before, but they were asking for us to, if we can, to accompany ourselves on the piano to a very particular song that I did not know yet on piano. So I say all of this to warn you that you have to learn how to pace yourself if you don't want to drive yourself crazy and if you don't want to fall into the trap of burnout, which can happen very easily when you are pursuing a career in theater, okay? I wish that we got paid every single time we went to an audition. I wish that we got paid 
an obscene amount, or honestly, just what we deserve when we do small workshops of shows, small readings. But that is just simply not the case. And until that happens, we have to find out other ways to sustain ourselves while working that creative part of our brains so that we can show up every single day with a good attitude, an open heart, an open mind, and make sure that we're on top of our game with our sides and our music and learning choreography and blah, 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 blah. It's a lot to ask of you to do this all perfectly. There really is no perfect. It's just doing the best you can. Waking up every day with a short attention span from the day before. You know, once I got through Monday, my focus was Tuesday. And once I got through Tuesday, my focus was Wednesday. And then on and on and on until I got to Friday night and I, for the first time, felt like I could breathe. I felt like I could relax. I felt like I could just let myself go for the night. I was so looking forward to that. But at the same time, I had to remind myself that it's not just all about getting through it all. It's also about having fun and enjoying the process while you are in it. Because this is not always the case. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. There were weeks in November and December where I was like, man, nothing is going on. This is killing me. No auditions, no self-tapes, no projects to be working towards. It, It felt like there was nothing, right? And so I started to give myself things to do. Hence why I started to learn the piano, why I started to submit myself for for productions on my own while I started to just go to EPAs and ECCs as they popped up. Well, girl bossed a little too close to the sun because then all of a sudden (laughs) came this monster week where I felt like cool, awesome, had a wonderful opportunity. Oh my God, I even forgot in between all of this. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I forgot to mention on Thursday, I also had a rehearsal to record a demo of a new musical. And this was really cool because this was just someone I was connected with on Facebook who is a composer and he's writing a new show called Carly the Musical and uh, I'm recording it tomorrow. I'm recording this on the weekend and I'm recording the demo tomorrow and uh, we rehearsed it on Thursday amongst all of this. So again, that was more material for me to learn and not just learn, but like know well enough that I could perform in the room and then record it live. Uh, So it was new material for Monday, new material for Tuesday, new material for Thursday, and new material plus the new skill I've been working on, i.e. piano, on Friday. I will not lie to you and say that I didn't have at least one or two breakdowns this week. (laughs) Like, like I definitely, definitely broke down into tears several times this week. Not in public, not in front of everyone, not at work not at auditions, but certainly on my way home from an audition that I felt like I didn't do my best. Certainly at home at 11.30 the night before a crazy day because I was feeling overwhelmed. And I want you to know that if you are experiencing something similar where it just feels like there's so many things happening and you want to be able to do it all, 
and you want to be able to do it all well, but you're like severely overwhelmed. You have to remember a little you, especially if you're someone who's wanted to do this for a long time. The next time you go to an audition, I want you to imagine a little you, 10-year-old you, 11-year-old, 12-year-old you, a younger version of you who would absolutely poop their pants to know that you just went to an audition for And Juliet on Broadway, that you just went to an audition for Hamilton on Broadway, that you just went to audition for your first lead in a musical, for your first new musical, that you just went to a dance audition for your first time ever, that you just played piano for the first time ever at an audition, that you just went to a professional audition, period. Little you would be freaking the F out. Know that you have to Allow yourself grace to mess up. Because I want to tell you something. You're going to mess up. When you have a lot on your plate, you will mess up. And you just have to be comfortable with that. I had so many little hiccups throughout this week. And because I'm so in my head about a lot of things, I can remember and recall every single one of them. But I'm not going to do that for you now. Because instead, I'm going to give myself grace. I'm going to allow myself to feel my feelings, to feel proud of myself, to feel like I could have done better on certain things, to learn from my mistakes, to take pride in the things that I kicked butt on, to breathe and to let it all go. And on the opposite side of things, if you're feeling at this moment, gosh, I see all these people doing all these things, and that's not in the cards for me right now. Maybe you're not an equity member yet, and so you're not able to get seen in a lot of these equity auditions that are happening. Or maybe you don't have an agent yet, so you're not getting agent appointments just yet. Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, I want to be doing this cabaret and I want to be performing at 54 Below and I want to be auditioning for the next Broadway show or national tour, but I'm not quite there yet. You will be eventually. Enjoy wherever you're at right now because it is ever-changing in this business. At one point, you're going to be running from the train to the bus to the city to Long Island, to a show, to back to the city, to back home to Hoboken, to (laughs) your day job, and back and forth and back and forth. And the next, you might be in a mundane routine where every single day you're just working at a computer and you're going home. The different seasons of your life in theater the highs of auditions and performing and recording the demos and learning new music and doing this and that versus the lulls, not lows, but lulls, L-U-L-L-S, of maybe not a whole lot of auditions, maybe not getting seen at auditions, maybe 
The industry is slow. There's a strike. Whatever. They bring out different sides of you and they test you in different ways. They test your strength. They test your endurance. They test your foundation. If you're in a period of underwhelm and you don't have a lot of momentum in your career, put your focus into things that will help your career, but in different ways. And what I mean is into your family, put your focus into your community, put your focus into your financial dependence, put your focus into building your skill set. Building your foundation. These are the things that are going to help you stand tall at the next audition that you actually get seen at, at the next audition that you actually get to show up for and show them what you have. Without strength in foundation, you cannot show up for yourself 100% at an audition. It's impossible. I have tried it. I love you all. This has been one of the toughest weeks of my life. I've tried to keep you up to date as much as possible online. If you aren't already following, head on over to at Actor Aesthetic on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Maggie Barra on TikTok and Instagram. And honestly, if you enjoyed this podcast, screenshot it, tag at Actor Aesthetic, share it to your Instagram story. Send me a DM and let me know what you're going through. Are things up and crazy and wild and you're losing your brain and you're running like a chicken with its head cut off? Or are you feeling bummed out? There's not a whole lot going on for you right now. I would love to know where you're at in your career and how I can best help you on the next episode. It takes a village. I'll see y'all next week. 